I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Good to go. Time to answer your questions. Hello, Kay. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. What is your question for the room? Oh, my gosh, Kay. I hope Roz doesn't hate me. But um, now that Shem has a song with Caillou, does that mean he knows their true identity and is hiding it from Roz? Oh. Oh, does Shem know Caillou's true identity? Yeah, you're going to have to go back a couple of uh, podcast episodes to hear the collab that Shem and Caillou did, disc record against Roz. Right. Um, yeah. So so Caillou, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Caillou, somebody's been impersonating Caillou, like the stupid cartoon character uh, on social media and trolling me for the better part of, I guess, like 11 years or something like that now. And they write like diss songs and they sing stuff and they go at me on social. And I have had no idea who this person is or why they hate me so much, but they claim that I'm Caillou's dad and it's all based around that. And then, so Shem jumped on a collaboration with this person claiming to be Caillou and did a song not that long ago. Uh, and so the question is, does because Shem did the collaboration, does Shem know the true identity of Caillou? Shem. I, I can truthfully say I don't. You don't. I, I, I wow. legit have no idea. And, and the way that we sort of collabed was we just DM'd on Twitter uh, via that same handle that's been trolling you for the last decade or so. Right. Because nope. you, you guys weren't in the same room Not or anything the same like that room. when you did it. There was no Zooming, no Scott, like nope. nothing like that, right? Sent, sent me the voice parts. Yeah. I wrote the song and put it together. That's it. No wow. idea. Yo, Kay, hold on a second. Kay, where are you? It's so loud. Oh, sorry. We're just driving up to... Uh we're just driving to Muskoka for work. So it's oh, like, with all the windows down, car. apparently? No, no, sorry. I put oh. on speaker. It's just loud work. Oh, that's oh, okay. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't. So did you hear any of that? Is it better? Yeah, yeah, I heard everything. Is it better now? Yeah, it's oh, better yeah, way now. Better, way better. You, you ruined it, though. So, oh, damn. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> about to write another diss record against <laughs> you now. <laughs> and I, I, wonder, I wonder how stuff like Caillou happens, right? You know, totally, you know, totally. this, is, this is Kay's origin story right now <laughs> happening you, on Kay. the show. Yeah, thanks, guys. You're the best. Day. Really Bye-bye. appreciate you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So it was all through DM and what you sent him, like your parts, and then Caillou's the one that put the track together? No, actually, the other way around. So I put the track together. Oh, uh, Caillou oh, reached no. out to uh, me. Oh, well, listen. That, okay. I didn't know. Production value was important, okay? And I can, I don't know. Who <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I respect that, though. I respect that. As much as it hurt, I respect that. <laughs> wow. As much as it hurt, I respect that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Emily has this question People who don't return grocery carts, heroes or villains? Um, people who don't return grocery carts. I guess like if you take the grocery cart out into the parking lot, load up your car, and then you yeah. just leave it there. I mean, whatever. It's like an inconvenience. I don't know why who would call them a hero. Or like a villain. Who, I don't think it's... You well, just, I guess hero because well, like if you pull up and there's a cart that's right there, then... Yeah, but usually people leave them in the parking spot and it ruins it for everyone else. Right. Or if it's like beside, then if it's right there, then you can just grab it and go inside the store. What right? I don't like is this, is that when somebody takes the shopping cart, right? Like they go to their car yeah, with the shopping cart, open up the trunk, load up their trunk, take the shopping cart, 
walk it back to the store, but as soon as they get to the sidewalk, they just give it a push so it sits in front of the door. Oh, yeah, I've seen where that they, Where they won't just walk that extra 10 feet to bring it in and throw it back in line, yeah. right? But it was weird during COVID because uh, what, like at the height of all the madness with COVID, you couldn't take a shopping cart that you had used and then just bring it back inside. No, because they have to sanitize. No, they you had to s- leave it in the cart corral in the parking lot. But see, but some parking lots, like where I park at the parking lot, mm-hmm. there isn't a cart corral on the side of the parking lot that I park. Oh wow! It's on the other side of the of the like. So everyone the, just leaves the carts there in the parking lot anyway, right? Everybody just leaves see, the carts. Yeah. In the parking then lot. villain because the poor kid that has to go around collecting them all and yeah. then bringing them back. I feel bad for that kid. Yeah, I I, see. I just think it's. For me, at least, I think the polite thing to do is when you're done with the cart, take it to where it's supposed to go. The yes. cart corral. Yeah, I get uh, I get anxiety when things like like because Catherine is God love her. She just she's not for those rules, right? Yeah, she's reckless. She well, no, she's reckless. Like, Catherine will you know park in the like you know uh, the expectant mother you know, a park right. or the family parking. Sure. And, well, I, we're family. And, and I know we're a family, right? But in the spirit of the family parking, it's for people who have little children, right? Yes. You got the stroller, you got everything else. But Catherine is like, what? We're a family. And I'm like, that's not what that means. And then I'll be in the car and I'm like, please move. And she'll yeah. be like, no, what's your problem? We're going to be five minutes. And I'm like, just please move the car. And she's like, no, I'm not moving the car. And I'm like, sweetheart, I don't want to get out of the car and like have somebody recognize me. And then that just becomes a thing. This is how villains are created. Totally. Yes. So in that sense of that is when it's me with no kid in the car mm-hmm. gets out of family parking. Sure. Okay. Yep. That's how I become a villain on social media. And I don't know how to recover from that. Like it's going to be one of those stupid things like that, that gets, that puts me in like bad yeah. with, the, with the public. And so I always beg Catherine, I'm like, please, please, please. And the Catherine's like, we're going to be five minutes. And I got to get to the point of where I'm like, I'm not going in. Yeah. And then she's like, you're just going to sit here. And I'm like, I'm going to sit here with the tinted windows. <laughs> Seat leaned all the way back. Seat, yes. <laughs> Sunglasses on. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. like, so I have, you know, Catherine's that type, um, but I just, and she, doesn't leave, thing, she doesn't put the card away. I always wind see, up having to do that. Yeah. And, yeah, and like yeah. what Maury said, like sometimes people will leave carts like in a parking spot. I think that that's super rude. And super inconvenient. Yeah, and especially and because you can hit it when you come in. If there's two yes. cars beside you, you'll go screaming into that spot totally. and not even it see rolls it. rolls back into your car. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, no, I agree. I agree. I think everybody should put that. It's not a real big problem, right? Uh, Rayman46 has this question about your book, Roz, which, yes. by the way, comes out on September 27th, called A Little Bit Broken. You can pre-order at rosweston.com. Mm-hmm. Will Roz's book answer the question, if Roz was gay and single, would he date Dammit Maury? <laughs> back in the book. <laughs> you tell us what chapter that is? It's not. I'm back in the book. No, you are not back in the book, Maury. You got a lot of work to do, Maury, if you want to be in this book, man, and time is running out. I had oh. nothing to do with Rayman's <laughs> yeah. question. That is not fair. Yeah. You know, it's funny. There's one day on the show where Maury was like out of the book and then like double out of the book. Yeah. Like without even I any know. redemption yeah, whatsoever. No, I know. I like know. you are so far out of the book yes. right now. Yes. Is there a, a way that I can be so far in that it's locked in? I imagine there there is, yeah. You yeah. just haven't yeah. figured that out yet. But you, how to but, get but, to but, that but, point. But once you're locked in more, like it, it's not like there's nothing you can do to get yourself removed because there's always something you can do that is going to get you removed. So like from once the, book. the book's published and printed and in stores, yeah. yeah, and I'm in it per se, for sake of argument, right? Then you then I can't be out of the book. 
Well, that's not true. You, I can. We're going to do you know second edition and then paperback. And oh my god, that. is that page going to be perforated where and, people can rip it out at home? <laughs> oh. Imagine <laughs> so many good so many good design ideas because we had to go through all this. Like we, I had to go through and like with the designers and be like, what do you want? Like there's a page in the front of the book, like when you open it, that's usually blank, but they're like you can write stuff there if you want or oh. put or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, like what? Why don't we design it this way? And then I'm working on like a couple of different color things that I think are going to be really cool for the book because I think that a lot of books are just sort of boring looking mm -hmm. and I want this, the actual book itself to look kind of sexy and cool. Like when you open it, I want it to like, like have stuff everywhere. And then I was going through the design with people on how they wrote all the chapter headings. And I was like, I want this font, not this font and, oh, and all of this stuff. And they gave me incredible control, like more control than really, I, like I was led to believe more control that they've ever given any author ever. Wow. That's great um, though. With this. Uh, yeah. And it was really great. So, so I'm at, uh, so I'm at that, but there's a lot of design stuff and I wish now more that you said it I would have asked if there was a way to do a perforated page that you could <laughs> it's not too late that, that you could that you could I think pull you could out still go back just so just so if and I you know what though and it can't be like not inconvenient but it should be like the last page so it doesn't ruin the aesthetic of the book like if it's in the middle uh yeah no, no I could have done that because had I known that what I would have done is I would have said edit the gate yes more you are definitely in the book and then what I would have done is I just would have done one page that only had your name, just your first and last name and nothing else. And then I would have allowed people who love this show to remove you from their own book. <laughs> wow. You know, what, you know what I mean? I'm saying right now, yeah. it's not too late. No, I think it might be too late for that <laughs> Did kind of. Did you also of... discuss, like, because obviously your book's going to make everyone cry, like mm -hmm. that it comes with a pack of tissues in it? With what in it? Like a pack of tissues. You know how to say that word. Kleenex. Okay, no, you know how to say it the other way, too. Tissues. No, you know how to say Tissue it. Tissue, man. Come on. Tissue. You know. Yeah. See, this is why you're not in the book. Again. <laughs> you are even book. further out of the book. Way, like, way far out of the book. You just keep doing these things, I'm going to get man. myself into somebody else's book just so I'm um, in a damn book. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No. So um, what was the question? It should come with a pack of tissues. Um, no, if, no. If your book is going to answer the question, if Roz was gay and single, would he date <sighs> damn it more? No, it really should. No, because then, then that would imply that Maury's in the book, right? So... Mm. It's a, that that you could always say there's a guy I know that if he was gay. <laughs> Do you know how gay that sounds? <laughs> <laughs> Happy pride. <laughs> Uh, Tina says here, what method do you guys use to get your children to go to bed? I have a 10-year-old, and it's hard getting him to bed at a decent time. First well, of all, not... let's, do, let's do this. Before we talk about our own kids, Yeah. do you remember what method your parents used to use on you if you didn't want to go to bed? No. You have no memory of that None at all. I could tell you about uh -huh. Daniel and Kyle. So, do, you, do you remember what Frank used to do to you oh, at bedtime? He would, he would play music loud and... Sorry. <laughs> Oh. I, why does it say it like that? Okay, sorry. You want to rephrase? Yeah. If this were if this were book form, that yeah. would be the perforated page. Yeah, okay. Just yeah. rip that right yeah. out. Like, used yeah. to have like parties and stuff, so that I would get used to hearing music and loud things and could sleep through anything. Did, but did he just send you to bed? Like obviously, like what were you, what were you, when you I were remember a kid, distinctively when you were a kid and didn't want to go to bed. What was oh, his so move? you can say the word distinctively, but you can't say the tissue. Tissue. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, but I, I remember times where I'd be playing with my Lego and building Legos and stuff and he would tell i would have tantrums like i didn't want to go to bed i and remember so what would he do just lock you in the room no he would carry me oh and how old were you at this point oh please i don't say like, 18 please don't say 18. <laughs> <laughs> 
Please don't say 18. <laughs> but please, don't, please don't say 15. <laughs> 15 is almost weirder than 18. No, 18, 18, you could just be having a fun romp with your dad. You know what I mean? The Kyle and Daniel thing is super weird okay, to so me. Okay, so what did he do? So when they were super young, we would, and, and Matthew was even over, and he had to participate in this, is we they would go to bed and lie down, but they wouldn't sleep sleep if we left the room. So we all had to lie on the floor and pretend we were, pretend we were all going to sleep so that they would go to sleep as well. So there'd be Daniel and Kyle in the bunk bed, and Frank, Donna, Frank, Donna, Matthew, and Maury would be on the floor. All of you? Asleep. Yeah, we would all be falling asleep on the floor, literally falling asleep on the floor, so that they knew it was bedtime. Wow. But and then we would crawl. That's right. We would crawl on our hands and knees out of the room in a, like, in like a human centipede kind of line so that they didn't oh see God. us. Oh, my Yo, God. Yo, who was first and who was last? That human centipede? Matthew was last. Matthew yeah, was Matthew last. last. Guaranteed Matthew yeah. was Frank's last. Frank's first. Yes. I think it went Frank, Donna, Dammit, Maury, Matthew. Yes. Yes, usually. Yes, yes. 100%. Um, wow. No, I, we, didn't do, we didn't do anything like that. For me, with rocks, like... It was, ne- um, listen, kids scream and everything else, but she was never really a nightmare when it went to going to going to bed. Like she, she was a really, really good, she was a really good sleeper, but we moved her into a bed bed when she was real young. Yeah. And my only rule with, with Catherine, when it came to the stuff that we sort of populated Roxy's room with was we didn't buy kid size anything. Everything yeah. was normal adult size because you can go down that world and the trap of buying a mini this and a mini this and a mini this because they look super cute in the room. Kids don't use the dresser. Adults use the dresser. Buy a full-size dresser, mm-hmm. right? And the one thing we did was buy a full-size bed uh, for Rock. She's always had a full-size bed. Low to the ground. Yep. I didn't, like, I, I got different legs for it, right? But she always had a full-size bed. And so I would just, like, go down and lie with her until yeah. she until she fell asleep because I was always exhausted anyway. And there was, like, a good year where I would, you know, like take rocks to bed. And, uh, and then at some point, Catherine would just come down and wake me up. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then I'd come back upstairs and we'd watch a show and, and that would, and that would be that. But it was the middle of the night stuff. And I don't know if Cruz did this, Mocha. It was always like rocks coming into the room in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. She would just like stand in the door. Dad, dad. Right. <laughs> and for me, I never said, cause I think that parents have a problem with that because they don't mind or they don't like the kids sleeping in the bed where Catherine and I loved when Roxy slept in the bed yeah. because we knew that it wasn't going to last forever. And now her, the idea of her sleeping in the bed, she's like, ooh. Um, but so we let Rock sleep in the bed right up until the day that she didn't want to sleep in the oh, bed anymore. Really? And so if she ever woke up or if she ever did anything else, we we're like, yeah, jump on in. Come on, let's go. Let's um, do it. So Cruz, it, was ne- it was never a problem. Cruz very rarely jumps into the bed. And really? I've always been the one that's like, oh, I, I wish he would like come into the room in the yeah. middle of the night because I would love for him to, to sleep next to us. Yeah. The times that it has in the moment, it's nice. But then like two seconds later after he falls asleep, his arms are all over the place. Oh, yeah. His leg is all over the place. I'm like, oh, but he will independently wake up and say, like, can I go back to bed? Right. right? And he will have one of us take him back to his room. But uh, for him, he's always been the kid that goes to bed super early, which is beneficial for me because sure. I go to bed early. Um, but he goes to bed like between seven and seven thirty, and I, you know, read mm-hmm. him his stories. We sing songs, and then he falls asleep. Sometimes he doesn't fall asleep right away. He's just in there and he's like talking to himself or singing or whatever, and then he'll he'll fall asleep. So I don't know, Tina, what it is that you're doing in in your home. 
um, or what the typical kind of bedtime is, but it 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 varies. Like yeah. Rox is like twelve now, and she, what's her bedtime? Nine thirty. Yeah. Nine, Did your night terrors nine. ever wake up, Cruz? When he mine was, no like, sleeping in the bed. He with you? is a rock when yeah. he sleeps. Oh yeah, kids sleep through anything, anything man. and everything. Sometimes like something will freak the dog out, and the dog in the middle of the night would start barking up a storm. Yeah. Scare the hell out of Jenna and I. Yeah. Cruz fast asleep nothing yeah so nothing. i don't know i don't know what it is that you're doing at home tina but maybe uh switch up uh, something try like a little bit of gin on the gums before bed for a 10 year old what <laughs> well that, that's what they do when you're having your bris <laughs> yeah that's uh, horrific though more that's like torture uh jonathan has a question for damn it maury okay between Sean Mendez and smooth, cool Dream Daddy Roz, no. who will he choose? If he doesn't choose Roz, and if he doesn't choose Roz, is he out of the book? Wait, oh, choose for not, what? Yeah. Choose for what? Like one night kind of thing? I don't know. That's just what the question is. Between Sean Mendez and uh, and Roz, who does? Well, no offense, but if I had to choose one or the other, I no, mean, no. Let's not say for one night. Let's say who would you choose to buy you a shirt? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> buy me a shirt. I'm yeah. with Roz. Because okay, I know you, in 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 Dim and Maury's mind, you're thinking something else. Either then it would be Sean Mendez. Out of the book. <laughs> you want me to pick you for that? Uh, so- <laughs> uh, Richard says here, what is the nicest way to say F you to someone? F you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that there's a, a, a nice way to say that. There's a nice way to present the information, yeah. right? But well, if I, F you is your intent, yeah, nothing else will work. Mm-hmm. Nothing because then I, you're I, just I've like skating found. around everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Not, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that there's a way that you can tell somebody they're wrong. I think there's a way that you can tell somebody a lot of things where you don't have to be so blatant about it. But I think telling somebody F you, I don't think that there's a nice way to tell somebody F you. No, you just say it, move on. And I, and that works anywhere in the world too. Yeah. Like you could be you could be anywhere in the world and be surrounded by people who don't speak English, have never once attempted a word at English. You could tell somebody F you, they know what you mean. Can you add like a word in front of it? Like, you know, I kindly say F you. No. Or can you say, no no offense, but F you. No, no, there's no nice way to say it because you're still saying F you. Or with a smile on your face, F you. No, it's still, it's still, (laughs) it's still, it's still bad. Uh, Ronaldo wants to know where the game snapped went. He says, I haven't heard about it in a while. Damn, we, didn't, we, didn't we play that not that long no, ago? No, we haven't though? played it this year. What? This year? No, we really? did. I'll check. We played in your we, when you were in your room. I don't think so, actually. I don't know. Oh, I hate that game so much. I'm so, damn you, Ronaldo. Why'd you have to bring that up? Hold on. Because no. the problem we my problem with have Snap. We played it this year. My problem with Snap is that, okay, I enjoy the game. It's yeah. amazing. It's hilarious to listen to, right? Yes, it it's is. very painful to take part in. Snapped, by the way, uh, it's just trivia straight up between Mocha and Mori, and they have big, giant elastic bands around their necks. Oh my God, the last time we played it was September. And if they get a question wrong, they have to hook their thumb under the elastic and stretch their arm out a full arm's length and then let it go, and it snaps the side of their neck. Oh. And Mocha <sighs> said, it is hilarious to listen to, but Mocha looks like. Like your necks are like, and if people think it's fake, like there are red deep welts by the end of this game. Like there's actual pain and markings. Yes, there's the pain during the game, but a lot of the pain happens afterwards. Like hours later, those welts will then become raised. Yes. And after that, for like a couple of days, it's just like 
lines of bruising on my neck. Right. And that's the part of the game yeah. that I despise the most is right. afterward, the effects afterwards. And There's it'll take about... That, well, yeah, because you and Jenna go into the grocery store and you look like you're into some serious kink. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was one like, time that Mocha was doing so well that I had those lines he's talking about, but I was bleeding. That's right. Yeah, more cut skin ones. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, is this Tink? Uh, Mary, yeah. <laughs> oh, Mary, what's going on? It's Ron Zamoka. Uh, welcome to the podcast. What is your question? Thank you. Um, my question is, as a child, what was your favorite schoolyard game to play, whether in school and also outside of school? What's your answer before we get to ours? My, okay, so my answer inside, I don't know the name of it, but it's like there's like a big parachute with a bunch of different colors and there's a ball in the middle. Yeah. And there's like 20 kids. You throw it up in the air. I don't even know what the name is, but oh, that was yeah. my inside. I remember that. Yeah, it was weird. They don't do it anymore, which sucks. But <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my, <clears throat> sorry, my outside outside schoolyard was, um, it was like Manhunt. I don't yeah. know. If, yeah, it's uh, like nighttime hide and seek. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really loved, um, I loved dodgeball. It was a lot of fun. If, as far as like in school stuff goes, like I always really loved when, uh, I like dodgeball, volleyball, like, uh, those cause like sort of the, the organized games. Um, did you guys ever have those, um, things that you sat on that had the wheels underneath yes. oh, yeah, and you would, wheels? yeah, with yeah. the four Chop wheels fingers. And, yeah, <laughs> and you would like move you, you would like yeah. go with your hands and push yourself around and you could race I around. It was a little so. piece of like wood or hard plastic and it yeah. had four little wheels on the bottom of it and you would scream around the gym that way. I, I thought that they wouldn't use those anymore because every kid, you ran over your own fingers yeah. on them, right? But my kid's school still uses those. Uh, but they're plastic. Well, they're like a hard plastic, right? Yeah, but with, with hard wheels on the bottom uh-huh. of it. Uh, the one thing that I used to hate about uh, organized fun at school with gym was when you had to, when the, the gym teacher brought out that box that had all the pennies in it. Oh, uh, yeah. And you had to pick a color and like the strings were always all broken and yeah, you could never the, tie one together. the Velcro was worn. The, the Velcro was worn and they were all <laughs> Stained up, and those things, ten a decade in the school would never be washed. Yeah, not once would they ever be washed. No, but you would just do it for anything where you needed two teams. Uh, uh, Outside stuff that was organized. I used to love soccer, baseball. Yeah, that was a great game. Soccer, baseball was fun. But on my own, when I was outside um, with friends, we used to play. Like we would, we would go up against the back of the baseball diamond. Mm. So we would take. Um, two gym bags, and then the big square in the back of the baseball diamond, we would measure out from that one square and walk out and put two bags there so we'd have one big giant square with one side of it was the the back fence of the baseball diamond. And we used to um, do like tag team wrestling, but only cage match. Oh! Right, so yeah. we would throw each other up against the back of the thing and yeah. bounce off it, and then climb over. Oh my in, god! In order to, in so order to win, so dangerous. But this was the '80s, right? Like sure. teachers, teachers didn't care. They didn't care what you and did. And there's smoke break outside. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I used to, I used to love, uh, I used to love wrestling with friends. That was fun. Yeah. And uh, and then I'm trying to think if there was ever tetherball. Um, no, I did. We didn't have tetherball. That was too dangerous. <laughs> we used to play a lot of uh, foot hockey, soccer, baseball. Yeah, foot hockey. Oh my god, I forgot right? foot hockey. <laughs> What's yeah. foot hockey with a tennis yes. ball? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or sometimes uh, a kid will find, will get like from Canadian Tire, their parents will buy like a rubber puck. Yeah, and you just play with that, or yeah. like a rubber handball or something like that. Yeah, you play with that. But I don't know if you guys remember, but in elementary school, we used to play a game called 
Red Ass. I just was thinking Red Ass. Yeah. Red Ass. Okay. Yes. Do you yeah. remember that game? Yeah. Yo, yeah. you would never be able to get away with playing that game now. Have you heard of this game, Mary? I don't even know what that. Okay. I'm 25. I don't even know what that is. So <laughs> Red like Ass is similar to dodgeball, or at least this is how we played it in school. So you get a group of kids, and everybody lines up against the wall, right? And then you have one kid who's it, who has the ball, and their task is to throw the ball as hard as they can to hit another kid in. Oh my. In the line, right? And you, as a kid against the wall, you have to try to dodge a ball much like dodgeball. But if you got hit, then you have to stand. All the other kids clear out, and you have to stand against the wall, like facing the wall, so your back is facing everybody else, the outside world, Mm -hmm. and the kid who's it gets to take that ball and throw it as hard as they can at you and try to hit you in the ass. Yeah, This is in school. This is in school. We used to play this at recess. Now, here's the part that I don't remember, and maybe you guys could help clear this up for me. Because I remember other kids got a chance to also take the ball and throw it at you. But I can't remember if it were the other kids who were still in the game that were lined up who then had an opportunity to throw the ball at you or if it was after you were out of the game and then that lineup started to build from one kid to two kids but, but, to three kids to four kids. But wasn't it you had to spell ass? Like it was... Yeah, so, it was, so the way that I remember playing it is that you had somebody threw the ball at the wall and then you had to run to the wall and touch it before the person, the previous thrower, mm-hmm. throw it. And if you didn't, then you got a letter and it lined up to red ass. Yeah. And then... Oh. And yeah. then afterwards, and then, what, what the, yeah, you get the ball thrown at you. Then you get the ball oh, thrown at maybe you. Maybe that's yeah. what it was. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember the, yeah. the specific rules, but Red Ass is a game that man, we used to play all the time. Yeah. See, we used to, um, we had two schools, right? The, the junior high and then the public school were right beside each other. And there was an alley between it. And the alley was probably about 30 feet wide, right? Yeah. So not that wide. But it had two brick walls that went all the way up because both schools were were two and three floors. So you had this canyon that you could play in. And it was it was all brick on either side with only about 25 or 35 feet, or 25 or 30 feet in the middle. And we used to do that game, right? Mm-hmm. But only it would be with a tennis ball and somebody had a tennis racket. And so because because the great thing was is that if you hit the ball hard enough against the wall and everybody went running, it could bounce off that yeah, wall, yeah. come back, hit the other wall, and then bounce back again, right? So it all depended on how hard somebody hit it, and we would do that. And then and then you would get a tennis ball shot at you from a tennis racket. Oh, geez. Is, uh, is what they would do. But yeah, uh, I love that. Red Rover we used to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oh, I know that one. That was a fun game. And then you just get to the age of where you just go behind the the wood play structure and make out. (laughs) I never got to play that game. (laughs) What what games did you play in school, Maury? The most inappropriate game, but (laughs) it was what it was. Uh, My friends and I played, uh, we created this game called uh, the Nelson Mandela game. Oh, my God. Somebody was, somebody was Nelson Mandela, yeah. and you had to try and like, and, and the ro- the role was to get him out of jail. <laughs> well, I mean, at least the concept is uh, is is, uh, is favorable. I remember this was grade five, and we were in like the back playground or whatever, and there was like one of the uh, jungle gyms or whatever had like the metal poles or whatever that looked like a jail, 
Yeah. So if you were Nelson Mandela, you would go in there, and the other guys, would, people would have to try and get you out of jail. But how, how are they how, trying to get you out of jail? How are they trying to get you They would climb up, and other people would try and pull them down until you could get to Nelson Mandela. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so rescue Nelson Mandela? Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that's... Hold on. Let me... Did you make this up more? We made this up. We created it. You did, huh? Yeah. Because just... he was like... It, he was big in the news at that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah, even yeah. cops and robbers. Just I know, just yeah, I know, I know. not even not yeah, even cops and robbers. Just, just uh, yeah, uh, no, yeah, there is no uh, Nelson Mandela game. That is a that is a Maury exclusive. <laughs> well, there you go, Kim. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. All right, thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. And there you go. That is a wrap. Thank you very much for all of your questions. Keep a lookout on Instagram at Kiss925 uh, when we post a picture that reads Ask Razamoka. That is where you leave your questions for us to answer on a future episode. And uh, we'll obviously invite two of you to join us on future episodes of the podcast as well. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss92.5. Kiss925.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.